started that one over. I had been going on about something and something and something and then took me a run to give me some weed. A vape cartridge, a hybrid, and some sativa again. I love sativa. Indica, that's strictly for nighttime and sleeping. Uh, dispensaries, I see their prices pretty much stay at the same price as the, the weed man. Uh, but they charge tax for that shit. And one other essential thing they provide is security. Now, uh, 420, they, they was giving 42% out. And I mean, it's fucking massive lines out there. And I wasn't going to wait in no line. Not that long for no weed. But, um, mental health. They're going on and on and on about these shootings and the mental health issues uh, of people who, who uh, commit the acts. And they tell you straight up they got some real fucking issues. Okay. Uh, then they, hold on, they tell you about the, uh, they won't tell you deep what's, what's wrong with them. They just know they got some mental health issues. They don't want to tag it or anything, you know, other than racism. But they don't tag racism as a mental health issue. Uh, not, not, uh, uh, being the one to commit the racial act. You're not identified then as, uh, someone with a mental health issue. They call it being mean, hateful, racist don't mean you're suffering no mental health issue. And they've got the um, the victims of it. And the extended victims, and what I mean by that, the victims, friends, families, who depends on where and when oh, it happened get uh, uh, vital counseling to help deal with mental health issues that may arise from that, will definitely arise from that. So you got three mental health issues right there uh, derived from one person. And then you got to think about what his, he is, because you this white boy, what is his family going through? They're going to be like the ones who say, well, look, I took his gun. I don't know what else you want me to do. And don't answer for their child. You know, and, and the odd part about that, inside the cities, you know, you really don't answer for your child unless they don't go to school. Now, they could don't go to school and go rob and kill somebody. You still don't have to answer for your child. Uh, and that's not just in the city. Uh, that's just the way things, you know. They don't, you're not responsible for your child's action. That's what they pretty much say. Uh, no matter what acts they do, you're not, you're not responsible. Uh, that's a good out, get, get out of jail free card. That's into this bad behavior. You know? Uh, 
trying to roll with me but uh, yeah and I always try because rarely do I get both ends where I could smoke out both ends one end is definitely got to be lit because it's going to be way bigger than the other one anyway but you know they say that these people who do the shooting has mental health issues. They haven't pointed out what those issues are. They say, okay, they got issues. And of course, <laughs> you got to admit, they got some real fucking issues. Then, getting my trash together. Uh-huh. But you know, they never looked at everything as a mental health issue. Stealing on Wall Street. Is that a mental health issue? Of course, greed is. Huh? Gluttony. Gluttony of any kind is. When do you have enough money? When do you have enough toys? When do you have enough? Um, nice blunt, I would say perfect. But it's a long way from perfect. Let's burn light in the end or smoke off in the end. Let's see which one got the less dog hair coming out of it. Shit. But mental health, you know that. Want to throw mental health at the at violence? Again, I say racism is definitely an act of violence. If you say it's not, <laughs> in any of its form, is an act of violence. Now, uh, I think I talked about the health that they was talking on TV, uh, women's health, and in particular, uh, it was black women's health, and Janae Norman, or one of them, used to be on early morning news. But she uh, was hosting the program well commentating on all the different uh, aspects of healthcare that women face uh, that aren't equal. Like a brown women have to really, uh, anytime they go to a doctor, their healthcare, the proper healthcare is by chance. It's not a standard. And they look at this shit and they say, well, we got some systemic, systemic problem. But if you got someone in the healthcare industry, it seems like more than a few. Because if it's systemic, that's more than one person doing this shit, you know. It started at that desk when you check in or make an appointment or whenever. And it starts there, really, to the time you see a doctor. And sometimes, you know, that whole line of them may be harboring some hate towards you and their service to you will be affected by it. whether it's going to be good service or empathetic service sympathy service or uh, uh, disdain service but it's never looked at as a mental health problem going on uh, we can point out a few things in this culture that affect 
are affected by racism. Systemic. This country was nothing but a trademark for systemic racism. I mean, everything it did was it encountered uh, black or brown or any other person rising other than whites. Now, this racism isn't looked at as a mental health uh, uh, disease or ailment. It's looked at as heritage. It's our heritage. And it is not. And the heritage they talk about is supreme, supreme, superiority of everything. And that's not actually uh, uh, what should be read into it. Because if you look at the short hit, I mean, you know, brute force is what's doing this, changing the world over the last three, four thousand years from a peaceful environment worldwide to this world now that's actually uh, um, about to fall apart, destroy itself, sort of like. Uh, but it's not the earth itself, it's what's occupying this earth and taking over and destroying the earth. Now, why? for superiority purposes um, and for riches and because that's what we say is the goal, final goal of man, become rich, rich, famous, rich and famous, rich, famous, which all dictate to rich, famous and powerful. Um, You know, of course, it's going to be denied and said, oh, nigga don't know what he talking about. But yeah, I do. Uh, this country was built on racism. I'm not going to get into some past things I said. Uh, it's all there. This country was built on racism, and it had never lost uh, its appetite for it. As a matter of fact, it needs that to stay the so-called democracy that is built. That's what it was built on, and they need that. Now, if they stop having things to help, it wouldn't be a democracy, would it? It'd be like uh, Russia or one of these other places where the dominant race is white, totally white, not ran by whites, but totally in and out, fiber, stitches and all. I think maybe that's what they was hoping for. And uh, even with the uh, idea of uh, slavery ended, I mean, it hadn't. You know, the kid, uh, that kid who got shot in the head, just the latest example of uh, how we attacked and now you gotta look at this old 80 something year old man who they say was 80 something years old scared for his life you know he wasn't scared for his life 
that man say I'm taking a nigga out before I die? Plain and simple. Um, that hatred he got is a mental health issue. He been holding on to that his whole fucking life and ain't nobody done nothing about it yet. But when someone says, you know, I think something wrong with that dude. Because he usually, if he was in a position of uh, hiring, fire, leader, which you all seem to think then, he gave that person underneath him, black person, if he was lucky enough to get one under them, hell. And when they complained about it, depends on where it was, he either got fired or sent off to another section, usually worse. Well, ain't no worse than what you start a nigga off at anyway in these jobs. Systemic racism. Systematic. It's a mental health ailment. Not that we suffer from. We suffer from its effects. We suffer from not the cause, but the results of it. You know, I mean, there's the person who's suffering from it, who refused to admit that they suffer from it. As a matter of fact, won't even say they suffer from anything other than something normal. I've got a right to. I've got a right to blow a fucking child in his head who look like a six feet four man. You know, when you're black, you gain six inches and a hundred pounds. The darker you are, the more you gain. Um, gonna make me some more coffee because I feel like talking now. And it rolled me a squeaky off, took me a hit on my uh oh. I bought me a hybrid, a hybrid of. Uh, bought a hybrid uh, cartridge. I did that so I got an indica, I got a uh, sativa. Sativa's good for the mental thinking about things, you know, putting that in your mind. Indica, good to sleep. Oh, that's what I used to sleep, sleep all night. So I got indica pills or tabs, and I also got uh, indica uh, resin. I never buy indica to smoke because I don't want to smoke during the daytime. That's the only time I smoke. I don't want to smoke during the daytime and fall asleep. I do that enough. Uh, so I feel, I feel like talking now. Now, uh, thing is, uh, in this country, well, all over the world, <laughs> that's what it is. Um, it is racist. It's a fucking racist world. You got to admit it. And if you can't admit that, something's wrong. Uh, and it's on so many different levels, so many phases, and it's so fucking normal now that it's fucking sickening. And I mean, the thing is, uh, who really get hurt by that? Uh, who, who really get hurt by Cause the people who commit these acts, you're gonna say, well, yeah, they're getting hurt by it because they don't know no better and they don't, they, they're not, and that's not true. 
You know, we done been over this over and over and over and over again. You gotta slap the fuck out of the dog over and over and over again to get that dog to do something you want it to do. But if that dog don't want to do it, he ain't gonna do it. I got this dog here, pretty girl. Now, pretty girl love grass. Pretty girl get in that grass and will for roll over, flip. I mean that she will never get tired of it. I mean she just flipping and flipping around and just talking to herself and flipping, running up and down grass. And she loving some grass. Took out of Oregon, so you see grass now. It's like, wow, shit. But the thing is, and, and you know, when I give her a treat, I have her doing tricks, different things. Not too much, because I don't want to be no fucking show dog, like prancing around here doing tricks for me, because I say do a trick. No, I mean, do a trick because you want to. Anyway, uh, I really wanted her to roll over at home. And I mean, I could uh, put in that grass and tell her to roll over, and she'll boom, she'll do it. I mean, she'll jump to it. But I ain't got to tell her either now. But here, pretty girl will not roll over. I don't give a damn how many treats I give her, man, how many I hide, how many I have in my hands. She will not roll over. She'll look at me, put her head down, like, oh, whatever, dude. And sometimes you go halfway. Now, if I pull the comb out, her brush, oh shit. I just roll over, she right on it. You know, so you see, I mean, it's like you wanna do, you do. If you don't, you fucking don't. When it's come to racism in this country, they don't wanna stop it. I mean, it is something they want, something make them feel superior. And it's just fucking crazy. And I'm, but I hate to tell you, but they do shit sometimes just blatantly trying to fuck with you out in this world. And I mean, it's like, you know, coming down the aisle. Doesn't matter if you're in a car or down the street. Right side is the right side, left side is the other side. The other right side. You know, they will. Be walking down there, pushing the basket straight at you. One motherfucking uh, white Hispanic did it this morning to me, tried to do it. Uh, one tried it when we was coming out, the, going, I was going in the store. He, like, and they're going to smile at me. Dude, don't smile at me. You know, I, I don't say shit. Keep a straight stone face and keep going my way. You better stop that fucking basket because you hit me on the leg now. Now, oh, it's going to be hell. Which I wouldn't let happen anyway. But these people, it's just like this dog. They don't want to train. I don't give a fuck what kind of trick you give them or tell them going on. They don't want them. This is systemic. And I, the one guy was a fireman. He was a fucking fireman. You know, I mean, and I've ran into them in the store before, and I think a whole lot of them think they, oh, well, he heroes. See, you tell the wrong person they're a fucking hero. 
you're telling a bunch of fucking racist people they're fucking hero uh heroes and this is all over now they going on strike in europe somewhere i think paris france somewhere uh because they raised up <laughs> retirement age they raised it all over there they warned in turkey uh 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 Got some kind of little battle going on in Turkey. I think that was the Turkey. Uh, Sudan, of course, you're hearing about that. United States not pushing nothing to get nobody out of there or anything, huh? Uh, and actually, that's one of the places I had been thinking about going because it was so-called one of the best places in that region to expatriate yourself. So, you know, I think uh, with this, you know, blacks being kidnapped in Haiti, gunned down in Mexico, and that's the ones you fucking hear about. Uh, we don't get that sympathy from the world anymore because black Americans are just like white Americans. I mean, we let this shit go on too fucking long. They say we're not part of it. We're a big part of our own problem. We actually watching the fucking chicken coop for the fucking fox. Yeah. Because you gotta look at this chicken coop as a group. But these chicken don't wanna be in no coop. These chicken really wanna be free. But you holding these chicken hostage, making them have babies and every damn thing else, and you're feeding them. Now, you got some roosters or some rooster look-alike who supposed to be protectors of the chickens who get to hang out. They don't try to break them out, but they get to hang out a little bit, have their freedom. Go around cocking, crowing, howling, and talking shit. We're afraid. Come on out. And at the end of the day, you know, come on, let's go back in. Uh, I'm not going out today. It's rainy. Oh, we got to wait for this. Nope, get out the trees. No, nah. oh, we got to go back. No, we can't hang out. No, we serving the purpose. Nah. Now, do them chickens know that them eggs getting taken every day and fried, boiled, and to shit? Well, not really added to shit because they got fake eggs for that now. Do these chickens think uh, them little chicks they're raising? They don't see no chicks raising. These fucking chickens don't do nothing but eat and peck and come home. And then, you know, they've been fucking so screwed up from the original chickens. That is, you know. And I mean, they got fucking all kind of chicken, chicken competition, like a damn dog competition. But when these black chickens say, hey, and they got these roosters out there, uh-uh, not cocking when the croak, I mean, when the fox come. Cause they know the fox is gonna get able to get in that house anytime he wanna. But that make a better chance. They bring the uh, all the chickens in, and that crow watching. I mean that fox watching. And when they're all in, 
daddy hen <laughs> who called itself a rooster. Back off, squawk a little bit. That fox can guard his ass in the hen house and bring him on out. One at a time. Cook him up, sell him. Oh, I'm talking about the human fox, you know. And do what he want with him. Run tests on him, see about making better fox, uh, chicken. A more subservient chicken. A more obsquisous chicken. More obsquisous uh, roosters. Who just don't want to do nothing but fight another fucking rooster, huh? And they say that's what they do. That ain't what they do. That's what they've been bred to do. And they can fight. Fight to protect their own chicks and chickens, but they don't fight for that no more. They fight for the fox. Huh? All those people we got in Washington, they're fighting for the fox, not for us. Example? Oh, well, got this new device. You know how they talk about, like to always point out crime inside the inner cities where none of them live or dwell, but they like to talk about the crime. Damn, I almost broke my fucking neck stepping on my own shoe. I got it kind of dark in here now with fucking air conditioning on so it could uh, be a little cooler because I got it on 77. I ain't trying to fucking blow up no electric bill. starting off with 10 cities. Fucking federal government giving away these old Apple things, tags that you put on your shit, usually your phone and stuff, iPad around when you got a junkie house so you know where exactly it's at when you lay it down. And uh, so they're giving that away for cars. They got cars, uh, Hyundai's and Kia's are the ones, the main ones that are getting killed. I mean, of course, they're the cheapest one too, so you know, Hyundai and them didn't put no, too much into uh, uh, security. They're getting those, uh, those cars that's getting uh, <laughs> uh, broken into, carjacked and everything stolen. You know, you could just want a car, go pick up a Hyundai right off the street. government and these and it's the federal government initiating this program that um, that uh, they're giving away these little tags that you put on your car so that like a GPS minor GPS mini same shit same criminal use to follow your ass home without looking like they're following you. Cash that big check, yep. They tagged your car. You're gonna know where you're at tonight. Mm. Good, 
got my marijuana butter. But, uh, show you systemic, systemic problem with racism. They don't see in this, the black, black mayor introduced this shit out of New York. Same one who complained about the damn immigrants being dropped off because it's, uh, he's a black mayor of a democratic city. He's a democratic mayor of a black city. Just because they got a habit of electing them, uh, Democrats don't mean nothing. But anyway, they are taking this device and I think they're giving away in New York alone, they was giving away $500, 500 of them to people. Now, for one, we know that's not gonna get to the fucking people who really need it. They gonna be still left to go buy that fucker. It's all gonna go to the friends of the friends of the friends of the mayor of the friends of the mayor who knows somebody. And who probably don't even have a fucking Kia or hoop they hung it. And they see no problem with this. They see no problem with people who could even afford a fucking car. What about these people uh, who uh, catch a fucking bus because they can't afford a car? Oh, and we know who mostly those are. The black ones, the poor ones, brown ones. Who can't afford insurance, can't afford the gas, can't even afford a fucking car payment. Go to work every day because they're essential and have to go on a bus. They're not giving them no kind of break or anything. They're not even putting a fucking express bus from where they are to get to the jobs. You know, they still got to transfer 13 times before they get to work. And 14 times getting home. That's a problem. Uh, but they're taking this money and giving that these devices, a hundred of them, or five hundred of them, and let's say they bought them for a deal. A dozen, or let's say a, for ten of them for ten dollars each. That's a deal now. So, you know, a thousand for a hundred. You know, and they're gonna, once that's initiated, they're gonna multiply that more and more and more. And, you know, more people gonna have it, and more people who need them not gonna have them. The car's still gonna be getting stolen. The ones who got the device is gonna get a little break on the insurance, and the other ones just say, fucked. Uh, even if you live in a certain neighborhood, you're still not gonna get a big break from that because law and numbers say, hey, no matter what you got, we're gonna, your car's gonna get stolen. So, um, they're giving away these devices in 10 cities, so you figure that's 10 times, that's 5,000 of them. 5,000 of them, that's $50,000 or 100, $100,000. Because you know they're cheaper than that, more than $100. And then it's going to take the administration and everything else to distribute these damn things. You know, and that's going to be more than what the fucking product costs. So it's going to cost a couple of million to put that shit out, like sort of like these. $10 million robot New York guy. But they still ain't done fuck about the water. It's that.
systemic because anytime you got more people affected by these devices who won't get them but those people could uh, uh, really use these devices are just a step above the people who really can't or even afford a fucking car and they hanging on because they're holding these cars down to get that better job that's a little further out or a little quicker in a way and hopefully they're giving their partners or somebody a ride on their way down but when they do that kind of shit and then talk about crime and do nothing about the water in the city. Which is a crime. Even, you know, they can't even afford to buy their own water. Gotta stand in a long fucking line and it's getting summertime now. Stand in a long line for water to be given away. When they know what every fucking address at. Instead of them going up and down the street I mean, instead of you hanging in a line with your car on, wasting gas that you can hardly a fucking forward, wearing your engine out, wouldn't it be better for them to just get in the fucking water truck, go to each home, and drop off water? I mean, just me now. That's systemic racism at its best, at its hitting best, and nobody says anything about it. No one. I mean, it's accepted. It's not even noticeable now. Not even worth fucking mentioning. And while that's going on, them roosted up that fan in their arms saying, we got them water, we got them water. All they got to do is pick it up. Cocking, throwing their head up in the sky, strutting. And then go to crying about some fucking kids getting killed at a school, which they sure. But where them tears at for these fucking kids getting killed inside the inner cities? You want to talk about gun control? Let's talk about health control in the fucking inside, inside the city where it's accepted that 5% is able to commit acts on 95%, but those 90% I mean not the 5% on the other side, on the other side of this uh, color line, those 95, 90% be treated like they're the criminal. Well, yeah, you know, they say a nigga look like a nigga, each every nigga look like. But when the same acts being committed by black who we are pretty sure can tell the difference between each other. Something's wrong with that. And now they become the new face of police brutality. They could become the new face of EMS fireman brutality. You notice that shit, huh? And it's not just us getting killed anymore by this mental health crisis that's going on with the guns only now. It's us too. Look at my daughter. She could have been anything she wanted to be. And I can feel his pain. But fuck. That boy got out of there just by chance. 
you know, they showing that they put this black dude picture on it. Uh, they showed this old white guy walking in there maybe two, three times. But this black guy who shot that man in his back and uh, his daughter got hit by fragments, they showed that at least a dozen times a day. That's the picture of the gun violence they want you to see. Not somebody going uh, uh, to a fucking store in Buffalo fully loaded. Not somebody going into a church fully loaded. No. That's the... So that's the mental health picture they want you to see. This Mexican war over the border. Somebody should have been done something about that. Come on now. Someone should have been. If he been doing that all that time, tell showed me the police was fucking scared to approach him. But someone should have been done something about that. They leave it up to the fucking man next door. Say, hey, look, my child's sleeping, man. Can you cut that shit down? Okay, bitch, I'll cut it down. Uno momento. Motherfucker shot everybody. But now they want to tell you that's the picture of the immigrants coming in this country. That's just a picture of some of them. Coming from all parts of the world. Not just Mexico. He's a Mexican immigrant. Illegal. Been, been deported a few times. More than a dozen. <laughs> okay. That's the face of the migrants they're trying to keep out while at the same time the policy didn't grow where they're trying to keep the South America, Nicaraguans, the Jamaican, the Haitians out, the Venezuelans out. Was it Venezuela? No, they're going to let them in. But they're keeping the brown ones out of this country. We got a brown vice president who says nothing. Man, yeah, I know they're going to say, well, it's kind of deeper than what you think. No, it's not. She never identified being black. Until it was a benefit to her. She was always Indian. There ain't nothing wrong with that. But we've got a problem in this country where... Oh, and I was talking about uh, the health care, women health care. And it's just not women health care. But I want to point out women health care in particular because uh, most of this ill health care comes, I don't want to say, if we're lucky to have a black doctor in our life, oh my God, I mean a good black doctor. And you're talking about one of these doctors, black doctors who learn how to push peel and got the same sympathy as, you know, but the uh, problem isn't just um, go to the doctor. I mean, if you're lucky, you, I mean, I was raised in the project. We didn't just go to the doctor. We didn't have a fucking doctor on call, I should say. Um, doctor, <laughs> cut your feet. Okay, go clean it up. Put some, uh, Rock side or something on it. Iodine, alcohol, band-aid. Cut it real bad. Gonna sit there, tend to it, 
keep it closed and put some band-aid on it. I mean band-aid. Spider web. Spider web closed it up. Kept it closed. Well, I always wonder why they kept spider webs in the corners in these houses. That's why. But we didn't go just to know a doctor. Now, I went to a doctor a few times because I was, I don't know if <laughs> my mom decided to take me to a doctor because I don't think I was sickly. I was just dizzy. And uh, nobody, you know, after I got hit in the head with that fucking bat, you know, and I became a person who, uh, had a world that spinned around all the time. And not from being high. I uh, suffered a lot of vertical. I mean, you know, I couldn't get on a bus without throwing up. I couldn't, I mean, fuck, a lot of time I sat. And uh, spin was coming over me. But you know, I really didn't know what was going on with me. And, uh, I thought everybody suffered like I did until, you know, I found out years later that they didn't, you know, I was just the one who uh, spun a lot. So, doctors, you know, I went to the doctor maybe because I used to get stars on my eye, big fucking puffy stars on my eye. Um, so when I went to the hospital, it was the charity, you know, it was, it was usually when something was at the stream and everybody know the trip to charity, you know, the government hospital where they, um, <laughs> they was used to be ran by the nuns and then it started being ran by the whites and worked by the blacks. But we knew who was in charge and, uh, I don't even think I seen a black doctor, and I'm sure they did have one, but a black doctor at charity. I know I told a doctor once when I was a kid going to the bathroom, my mama sat there in the waiting room, uh, about this man who was on the floor crying, looked like something was wrong with him, said, hey, there's something wrong with that man. He said, it's your brother, see about him. That was in the fucking uh, 70s. Yeah, 70s. Passion. They saved that shit. But there is many examples of uh, why we stay away from doctors, and because we know uh, we can't afford them for one thing. We don't have this health care plan that uh, a lot of them have or get to from these fine jobs and unless we uh, work towards it and usually when we work towards it we wanted a few in there and we got to be treated different because we get the worst job look what they were saying at Tesla you know and that's not just a loan company I mean it, look unless you stand up for yourself I'm going to fall into a job where you don't have to worry about that shit you know you really have to worry about it and then Sometimes you think you don't have to worry about it, but behind you, oh fuck, it's just working behind you, and you have no idea. Uh, then all it takes is that one, you know, and them, that one who has a little power of authority of something that you got to pass through or pass around or 
not work with, but get to say so over your job or whatever, and uh, shit go to hell. And I could give you an example. You know, and Liberty Mutual, but I don't want to mention them because I think uh, I talked about them or not. But, you know, it was, uh, showed me the value I was to that company. Federal Reserve raised interest rate to a 15-year high. Hmm. All I know is shit in the store still high. When a pregnant woman goes to a doctor, they expect certain treatment, you know. Uh, now, we didn't saw the pictures on TV when they have all these babies born in the fire department on the same day, the same time, or the same year. Uh, all of these uh, pregnant um, astronaut-wise, football players-wise, but they're usually white. Um, they don't celebrate black pregnancy. I mean, they don't. We do, but uh, then when they go to the doctor, I mean, and we even see not just when they go to the doctor, when they're coming of age, they themselves got to face this bullshit on a regular basis, as in what they did with the Disney shit. with these costume of mascots where they turn and see a black kid and then turn away from her, you know, and refuse to give them high five and different things or balloons or what the fuck have you. Now, I've seen this shit before. This shit ain't nothing new. I'm from Louisiana, New Orleans, doing Mardi Gras time. Uh, most of the time, my parents forbid you from going up on Canal Street, but once you got to a certain age, they couldn't stop it. All they could do is warn yourself, you be careful and everything else. Uh, the old story, be careful, don't you do nothing. When uh, came to these floats rolling down the streets, yeah, they never threw nothing to us. Not all of them on a regular basis, you find them throwing shit at you as opposed to to you. Uh, why did we go to the parades? Because we were young. I mean, mostly we didn't went there because they would have other kids our age there. Other kids from the school or from around the city would get the, uh, that was a point of socializing. Uh, we didn't try to get anything. We was there for the party atmosphere. Um, totally that was it. You know, you live for bees or something. But, there was those who did go for the bees and different things, but then there were those who didn't. Uh, as, as a kid, high school or whatever, you know, it was all about the socializing. Then I stopped even doing that because, you know, the thing was, for one, you weren't welcome down there. Uh, police were always against you. It was old uh, uh, adage. You get thrown in jail doing Mardi Gras, I don't care who you are, you're standing there till after Mardi Gras. And, you know, that was one thing daddy said. Get your ass thrown in jail anytime, really. <laughs> But he didn't play that. 
but it was uh, more on a social thing that we as kids went there and soon we stopped and soon, you know, once I did get in back, not so much into Mardi Gras, but just pretty much the Indians and the Zulu. And that was totally just to pay homage to my heritage of the city and the heritage that my dad was an Indian. Uh, and I did remember seeing him. So, you know, that was my thing. But the rest of it I left alone. Now, many times I've been seeing kids, you know, who didn't throw shit at on the, from the float, being mean and asking. They get that shit back and get that shit and throw it right back at them. I done seen them just throw shit, <laughs> bottles and everything. Al Hurt one time got uh, hit in the lip. But they made a big thing about it. Maybe it wasn't a big, uh, made a big thing out of it, but it was a big thing. He got fucking busted him out with a bottle one time. Somebody threw. They never knew who threw it, but could have been anybody because whites weren't prone from pulling that, doing that shit too. Um, but the thing was, we uh, just went there on a social scale. So, you know. I myself was, you know, hit by police a couple times, you know, just from fucking walking the streets there as a kid. Um, why did he pick me? Hell, I don't know. And then he dared me to do something about it, you know. Uh, and, you know, my bro, I was walking behind my brother. It had to be no more than 13 or so. I don't even know if I started my uh, growth spurt then. But I know this fucker hit me and dared me to say something about it. And it might have looked like the one I ran into years later when I had a gun in my car as, as a security at the World's Fair when it was building. But they had this program on about the uh, women in healthcare, uh, black women in healthcare don't get the same. As a matter of fact, they're chances of dying or anything is pretty fucking high. Um, and they say it's uh, due to systematic racism. But that's not nothing new. Um, systematic means it's been going on as a habit and it's just fucking staple. So What is that? Is that racism not violence? Is that violence not gauged on a mental health scale? You see what I'm saying? Uh, it's easy to say what things are till you start pointing out everything there are that, you know, pretty much go against what the fuck you preach. Practice what you preach, huh? Is that the whole saying? But we know it's, uh, it's only called mental health by those who 
we don't even get to call it a mental health crisis they're going through. I mean, we just get to say, oh, well, no, I'm on this, say nothing's wrong. We're not doing anything different. You got the same opportunities or whatever. And clearly it's not, you know, all kind of economic factors into it, all kind of uh, uh, racist factors are in it. So you just can't say it is and uh, equal when you know definitely well it's not. When you cannot move into the neighborhood you want, it's not equal. Uh, when you can't get the job you want, uh, for any reasons, even after you didn't went to school and did things, you know, to get this job, and you're going up against the same people who are equal, <laughs> you won't get it. The reason they set up uh, these... Um, so many blacks that took advantage of it. Where they get the so-called upper hand. Affirmative action. It was because of systemic racism and they hadn't done a thing about it to solve that problem yet. So is that the key to it? Of course not. Because even the ones who control that and even on, on, on uh, even the roosters that control it for us it's actually uh, giving it to people who don't I wouldn't say deserve it but uh, or uh, don't necessarily need it and or deserve it it's not there's not really getting to the people who really is made and designed to get to um, and you've got some dummy going up there take advantage of something uh, and I'm and a lot of them are brilliant don't get me wrong but it, you know what I mean that the dummy the dummy they lost it because they're one of the brightest and the brightest and they hold on to that and they're told that and they keep on thinking that they are different than the rest of us but you're no different than the rest of us you just one of what they was characterized as the best of us and we don't so much necessarily see it that way because given half a chance any of us can do what the best of us do I mean not on some of the scales but come on did Ben Carson learn to was born a surgeon no no, he wasn't. He wasn't born a neurosurgeon. He had to go to school, practice, you know. So, yeah. equal? No. But, when you got this problem in the hospital with black women, pregnant black women, black people on any skill, but that just goes to the black women. Is that racism just against that black woman? Or against that woman and that identified child? That half of them say you have no right to abort. So it don't mean you should abort it. What I'm saying is they dictate 
whether you have the right to make a choice whether you want that baby or not. But even when you're carrying that baby, it treats you like less than human. So they treat you like that and they're treating that child like that. So on the one hand, they say, hey, I'm pro-life. But on the other hand, these so-called heroes who profess pro-life, pro-choice, or whatever, practice hatred, racial hatred, violence, and the person who is committed against is the one who suffer, who uh, is tagged with the mental health crisis. Why? Because they dare complain about something. Uh, so that also brought up to the point from the creator to the grave. You know, a lot of shit going on in this world. Uh, but the main thing that goes on in this world is the amount of racism. And, and not just that, the amount of racism that's normal every fucking day normal you know if you got one kid in this so called rich democracy now that don't mean republican or democrat this rich idea And you know about it. Something should be done about it. Now you got all these kids living in these so-called inner-city crime-infested inner-city. Are they doing anything about it? The roosters, they I'm sure not. So and it, you know, it, the thing about it is from the cradle to the fucking grave. Because it's something that just do not let up. <laughs> it's unstoppable, I think, you know. I don't think uh, it's going to ever stop. Um, not, no. I mean, not how we expect it to stop. Even when it's, we put our foot down and fight it back, blow for blow, and you know what I mean, blow for blow. Uh, that won't get us nowhere because they're going to start blowing more. <laughs> We're going to start hurting more because they got the weapons more. They got the government behind them more. Government's still behind that shit now. Cause the government won't tell you about laws. Tell you about these laws, this constitution, this flag. Uh, you should respect. But you know, that's a hard pill to swallow. Respecting this and all, and for them not to think I'm gonna have an issue with it. Not just me, me and millions of others. Um, the bad thing about it 
so they won't even recognize I've got not mental health issues. I got issues with hatred that's giving me some fucking mental health issue. You know, again, I'm gonna speak of this book, uh, Black Pain. The lady name is Morrison, that's the last name. I don't think it's Tony. I wanna say Tony, but Terry or Tony. It's one of those, but it's Black Pain. And um, you should read it. Uh, it helped me understand. I mean, look, I've always looked at racism as uh, something I could figure out. Why? Why is this happening, y'all? Maybe there's some mathematical formula. <laughs> no, I couldn't get nothing there. Uh, so maybe there's uh, something scientific. Shit, got to be. And I couldn't find it because I don't care how much I read until I get into the right frame of study and, and what I mean by a professional. Because, I mean, we could... I could read everything I want unless I do it in a structured manner, which I think I could get better in the school. I, me, if you give me the structure, I can learn. If you, I don't need you to keep on dwelling in my head like I'm stupid, but I need that structure in the beginning to know how to approach these things. But I've done pretty well, I think, by myself. But I did go to school for a different couple of things uh, that I wanted to. But, you know, when you look at this uh, issue of racism in this country, you've got to admit, you know, it is prevalent, systematic, in every fabric, um, still today. And I remember back in the 70s, like, what, in the 70s, still thinking, and, and yeah. You know, in the 70s and all, and not one U.S. president, even Barack Obama, come through and really done anything about it. Uh, now, <laughs> the thing about it is not looked at as a mental health issue. It's not even looked at as violent. Ah, uh, systematic ain't hurt nobody, but it is. It has. I just heard it has killed. Because, you know, when... I'm, we're not talking about the just the doctors who fucking just don't care and don't treat you like, and treat you like they don't care. We're talking about those who act like they can't come up and the next your ass, thing you know, your ass dead. There, there's those too. There's those who not just step on your foot on a fucking bus or train or in the store, roll over you anything. There are those who will shoot you in the dead of night when you're walking home from work. It's kind of hard to point a lot of those unsolved crimes that just blacks killing blacks, you know. Yeah, I know we kill a lot of each other. But nobody's pointing that out, so we don't think nothing's wrong with that. We think that's fucking normal. From the cradle to the grave, we face the shit. And we 
too caught up to see the roosters too caught up to care. Because they got to make theirs. And the rooster say he got to have his, but the rooster can't even go nowhere and feel like he equal to what he's fighting for. Why? Because if he goes somewhere without an escort or anything else, unless he didn't risen to the highest office, he's going to have to travel without that security service and nobody know who he is. Unless he's famous at the time, nobody going to know who he is. Even if he is famous and they don't get around there, if he run into the wrong one, I know who he is. So, it's something systematic going on that's hurting a group, more than one group. We just gonna call it a, a darker group. And it's looked at as a norm. Or oh, every time something happens or get really exposed, it's like watershed moment. Hmm. Or, you know, it gets swept up, closed up, sealed up, covered up. Sometimes it just get fucking ignored up. So, it's kind of hard to look at things, even with commercials on TV throwing all these, these different hints about how equal and cool and together we are. And the only thing is they're just selling you um, in a higher class, like they think you are the lighter the skin or the high class item they're trying to sell is to the higher class black they're trying to sell or even the darker ones but you know we color strike mental health but we don't have problem we don't have mental health issues uh, only mental health issues we have is when we're trying to point out the fact that one of their mental health issues has arisen and that is racism and one of its violence form of the mental health issue. Uh, and you get to go see a psychologist for it. Now, or you don't even have to see a psychologist. You get fucking tagged crazy. But there is, there's enough studies and have enough statistics to know exactly what's what and how things will go under certain conditions. So, you know, for them to not expect this that's happening, it's crazy. Um, so many parts to this puzzle, but you got to look at the puzzle as a whole now. You know, because it's got a lot of different parts. And see, I was looking at this as a puzzle. But it was a puzzle I had to put together. I always started, you know, yeah, there's the puzzle here. But see, the idea about this puzzle is you really got to 
you know how you go to a store and you buy a puzzle. That puzzle in that box. 500,000, 2,000, 5,000. Oh, yeah, I'd have some big puzzle. Going up on a ferry up in uh, to Alaska. It's a week on a ferry, they had puzzles there. And uh, that was before COVID. And I think that was my 2016 trip, my last trip. And they had these puzzles and I sat at this table and took the puzzles out, you know, cause I was solo, not in no cabin, but on the deck, uh, had my bag and different things and slept on the deck. It was cold too. But homeboy came through there and gave the thing and turned that heat on the last couple of days there. Anyhow, I, uh, when it sat in, inside the, I don't know if they call it the state room, but big old theater room, like, where you could look out into the uh, forward of the ship, way you up on top too, so, where everybody was, except for if you had a cabin, you would go down in the bottom, and, or towards the bottom, different levels. But the puzzles, they had different kind of puzzles, I can't even remember what the fucking puzzles was about, and I just dumped one one day and started putting it together, and people stuck coming and then you know it was a puzzle like left on a table uh, and a few tables around there about a couple of dozen so you know once you open up a puzzle and put it on the table whoever cleaned up usually didn't didn't mess with the puzzle uh, maybe even sat down there and started putting but that's how people started uh, doing things and I did that started right the first second day uh, on one ship, transferred to another ship up the catch can and started down that one too. And that's how actually people started talking and meeting people because of this puzzle, you know. But the thing was, as on the, I'm getting involved, on the side of this puzzle or the front of it, there's always a picture of this puzzle. Yeah, boy pretty good indica uh, sativa I'm able to keep track of things not wander off too much <laughs> but there's always a picture of the puzzle and I mean sometimes even when you're putting it together you got to refer to this picture see but you always have an idea I always know what this puzzle's gonna look like supposed to look like should look like Now, with racism, you got to do the same thing. Before you dump them pieces out, look at the cover. Look at it. Look at it for real and see what you expect. It's all right there. Systematic. I mean, collaborative you know uh, this this is on this isn't done by one person I mean it's against the law but when the law commits it it's not against it it's against 
ethics and oath, but when those who we deemed heroes now, it's no big deal. That's okay, excuse it. Um, when it's against law enforcement, oh, no big deal. He went for his weapon. Oh, he didn't have one while he went for something. Now, and that's what I wanted to mention too about this dude who shot at the police, then ran, shot at them with a mask, then ran. Now, you know, it could come all down to that wasn't him, but it, it was him, you know, and he shot at the police. You know, he should expect that. Uh, but, yeah, they did shoot him too many fucking times. I mean, too many fucking times. <laughs> they didn't even shoot that motherfucker in the uh, school that many times. And he didn't have his weapon. But anyway, he, uh, but anyway, let's get back to what I was talking about. So, you know, the thing is, there's never no clue of what the whole picture looked like. And you could, you could say what you want. Now, if you take that big old picture and look at it and dump it, you're going to get a lot of pieces. A lot of fucking pieces that represents the puzzle of racism. But you got to realize that puzzle also allows pieces that say this is okay on a mental scale and that not only is it okay it's actually accepted and seem to be compulsory to do and not accept it except this mental health ailment and that's the key point of it because everything else go from around it uh, that the edge of the puzzle or the center of the puzzle. What's more important, the edge or the center? You put the edge together first. Uh, but the heart of it is what you want to get because the edges, you know, are easy. I mean, you can keep on pointing out the edges, but you know, the edges ain't nothing. Just the boundaries of it. And we know the boundaries of it, but we got to fill in with the heart of it. And the heart of it is to accept this weighted big ball in the center that says acceptance. And, and I mean, that's it. Accept the boundaries. And, 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 and not just that. The scale represents the amount of acceptance. From zero to a hundred. And they never, never got to zero, huh? So, you 
pick whichever one you want to say the fullest of the hope or whatever, but it's uh, it's, it's not gonna end uh, because the center has never been seen, and uh, even those who who profess to be in a mental health field specialist. They can't even see it them damn selves. So I mean, fuck, we you fucked, you you really fucked. Um, you know, I mean, because it's 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 okay to be fucked though. That's what the sinners say, because you're not that fucked. Because hey, everybody not suffering. The better, the good for the good for the better or whatever, for the better good, but I, um, it's, you know, these the kind of things that uh, throw me into my mental health crisis, and uh, it's, it's simply because I look, I see, uh, and especially when I'm affected by it. I mean, and this fuck, I swear, it's, you get to the point of, you know, it comes knocking at your fucking door. You know, because I mean, the cooler I had, it ended up broken because it's squirting water off and this motherfucker act like it was my fault. Uh, and it took for every ounce of my patience not to say anything. Um, because he's an idiot and I just ain't gonna deal with him no more and I know that and I'm not even gonna give it that much energy and I know that uh, I just walked off came back on in uh, didn't tell me he was gonna replace it with a air condition uh, which he did come knocking at my door come knocking at my door didn't even tell me nobody was coming gonna and need to install the ignition. Okay. Did that. Let him go. So, um, I know I'm going to be leaving from around here. Uh, hope to get out of Yuma and go up to Blight. Uh, register my car and everything in Arizona. But I need to go up to Blight, get on the California side of this desert. And uh, I, I stay there a while because I decided, you know, not to go anywhere right now. And I don't expect the climate in the world to cool out any. I expect North Korea is going to be fucking bombing the shit out of somebody pretty soon. They keep on antagonizing. Um, <laughs> you know, I. I just don't understand the state of man and the world, you know, and how they affect not just man, but earth. Um, <laughs> it's, it's all about control and how can man best control man, you know, and it's not so much for the betterment of man is for the betterment of some men 
So, how do you accept something like that and not say this world is facing some kind of mental health crisis? Even if, you know, the world went so far as to say, look, stop right now for a day. Let's get all children, all women and children out of harm's way. Then y'all go at it. Go the fuck at it. No, they're not. Um, <laughs> that itself is kind of brutal and cruel, but you know. Men have always been fighting with each other over stupid reason. Men have always been able to incite other men to fight for them. <laughs> you know, that's like the rooster. <sighs> I don't know how else to say. You know, we got a bunch of roosters. Garden the chicken coop, a mental health, uh, when they accept the fact that some children could feel out of place because they see some person gunned down and other children see it pretty much in the neighborhood on a daily basis and don't need it. Uh, ah, they're used to it. Don't even get it when it happened in their school. see the drugs in the community that's pretty much what's sponsored by the government probably still is to some extent but they don't need no mental health crisis but them on the other hand who get these pharmaceutical opioids they get it they get it their children get it actually they get shit to save their life Something's wrong with that picture. And these are pharmacists, pharmaceutical companies, who initially threw that shit out there, gave them an appetite for it, made it addictive, made it. And they're feeding that addiction today and they're trying to blame it on fentanyl and the kids and this gun kid and that gun kid when they steal those opioids. Yeah, some of them getting mixed up with them fucking fentanyl and shame on them. But, you know, they got them damn pins they give y'all. Ain't nothing gonna stop your ass from crack. Which they still make, still drop down in there. But, you know, the roosters don't say nothing. Don't say nothing about the water that they in charge of now. Don't say nothing about the police that they in charge of now. Hell, even if they got black police, some of them damn can't handle them or the women. You know, but acceptance is just the border of this puzzle. And if you did that acceptance of it? Yeah, a lot of us happy with that. I ain't see too many people who could put a 500 word piece puzzle together 
thousand piece puzzle together in four days. But with help, that puzzle was put together. And I think it was about dogs too. The character dogs and shit, but it was put together. Cause it wasn't just me. So many people when I wasn't there, shit. People was all around there putting that puzzle together. Sometimes they never know who started it. And I see some people sitting there putting it together. I sit on the other side of the room, read a magazine or something. On my way to Alaska on the ferry. I love that ferry though. It wasn't far from shore. <laughs> Not like if it did sink, I wouldn't be dying from the water shock. But I'd be able to get to a fucking lifeboat because I knew where they were and where that life vest was. Hope they didn't have no orcas or whales or anything. Or biting seals, sea lions, because them some big fuckers up there. Well, they're big in the ocean. You just see the big ones up there. Really big ones up there. Um, that was a good ride. I would tell everybody, if you want to see God, nature, take a ride on a ferry. Alaska State Ferry. You don't have to bring your car. Go there. And I say, land in Whittier. Get on a train to Seward. Make sure you got a tent and stuff. And then sleep on the beach or find somebody's yard. Pay them to sleep in the yard. And uh, enjoy it for a week and come back home. And you'll be able to go out. Don't go to Anchorage. Go to Anchorage to buy your stuff if you need to. But I do love Alaska. I love uh, that whole area. Not just Alaska, Canada, and that rim, Northern Pacific rim there. Uh, Seattle, okay. I mean, no, not Seattle, Washington. Oregon is beautiful too. But you just gotta be careful in Oregon. It's like you gotta be careful everywhere, really. Cause, uh, but that's why I said Seward. Whittier, Seward. And, Cause I found pretty good people in Whittier too. But around the plants, you got a pretty diverse group of people. I met a few there. Um, and because it's diverse with the canneries and different things, they knew. Oh, black is okay. So that was cool. I mean, and you know, that's what I love about, you know, diverse people, people who they don't give a fuck. Hey, where you going? <laughs> Not like, where you going? But no, that's that's Whittier, uh, Seward. Uh, I don't know so much of Seward no more. I didn't go downtown. Only instant I had before that was, uh, like I said, a bar. Uh, not the one on the dock, the one across the street from the one on the dock. And I never even went back in there or ate. Not even when I was there the second time. But take that ride up there in some alone time with your wife or, or whatever. And, uh, Look at nature and connect that. Connect that. 
to the whole puzzle of God. <laughs> and I ain't talking about no God who made it. I mean, what you're looking at is, you know, you aren't trying to get to the guts and think you got to the guts because you say God, but no. God had anything to do with going on today. Fuck. I'm glad I don't. But I'm about to end this shit now, and I think, you know, the roosters know who I'm talking about. Um, and if it's systemic, that mean it's been going on a minute, and we know it has. So, later, Gator. That don't help crisis. <laughs> Pointing the wrong finger.